Guys ready? Sure. Morgan, can I get a confirmation? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Here we go. Uh, hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts, Mike. I'm Morgan. I'm Josh. Did you just switch up the script? No, I just, I read from the script this time. Oh. Before I was just, I was winging it, but but now we're professional. We're on iTunes. People are listening to it. Dozens of listens on on iTunes. So we got to start getting professional up in here. Is that a problem? <laughs> do you want to do the intro? <laughs> what else do we? What, what do we do? What do we do now? Okay. Well, today we're going to be watching two shows. We're going to be having a little bit of a Saturday morning cartoon, uh, even though it's actually Sunday morning. But Michael, it's Sunday. I know, but and it's going to just told people it was Saturday. No one would know. <laughs> Nobody would know. It's also not going to be uploaded on Saturday. So listen. So listen, you can listen to this whenever you want. If you are not listening to this on a Saturday morning, I need you to turn it off. I need you to throw away your phone. Or whatever listening device you have. In the garbage, please. Or on the ground. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be throwing it away. That would just be throwing it. If they're standing above a garbage can. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're going to be watching two shows today. We're going to be watching the Garbage Pail Kids television program. And we're going to be watching something called... I already forgot the name of it. Does anybody remember what I said? The Humanoids. The Inhumanoids. The Inhumanoids, um, which I have even less idea of what to expect from that. Yeah, it seems like they could have gone with humanoids or inhuman. <laughs> nope, both. They decided to extend it. They are both inhuman and humanoid. <laughs> no, that doesn't make any sense. They, <laughs> no. They're not, I guess they're not humans, but they are human-esque. <laughs> they could just be humans. The they're like, they're inhumanoids. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're two oxymorons that just, they're just like, oh, actually, that just means humans. The title people wasn't very good. <laughs> It's actually just Friends. It's an animated <laughs> version of Friends. Okay, so those are the shows we're going to be watching. Uh, Inhumanoids was produced by Hasbro, same people that did like Transformers and G.I. Joe, because they were also based on and toys. And Mr. Potato Head. And they nailed Mr. Potato Head, but they never gave him his own show, as far as I know, unless they did. Um, it's called Stay Toy Story. Tuned. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. They gave him a trilogy of his own show. I mean, he did, he's not exactly the star of it, but he, so gets, you. he gets some decent billing. Don Rickles as Mr. Potato Head. R.I.P.D. <laughs> Stop doing other podcast <laughs> jokes. That's for all the We Hate Movies fans out there. Okay, you don't need to plug them. <laughs> well, Rhode Island Police Department. That's a comedy bang bang joke. <laughs> <laughs> but we got Let's all kinds all of we got all kinds of other Come people's play jokes. Play with me. <laughs> Stop doing okay, other podcasts. Continue, bits. continue. Okay, so uh, yeah, it's it's also based on uh, a toy line that came out first, just like Transformers and GI Joe. Wait, which one is this one? Oh, Inhumanoids. Okay. So there was a line of toys called Inhumanoids, apparently, and they were so successful that nobody's ever heard of them. And they spawned a TV show. And the TV show, actually, it came out in September of 1986. And how they broadcast it was kind of weird. It was on this thing called the Super Saturday, where it was a 30-minute program that had six different storylines. In 30 minutes, six different storylines. and Or maybe maybe it's four different storylines, each of them six minutes long. Yeah, that makes more sense. That would be 24 minutes. So four stories, six minutes long. One of them was Gem. That t- turned out to be the super hit of the bunch. Now we're gonna stop down for a second. Okay, Gem Michael, and the holograms. I, I think you, I think you owe it to the listeners to talk about your history with Gem and the Holograms. That I watched it when I was a kid, even though I'm a boy. No, I think <laughs> the, the the level of enthusiasm is really what gets me. 
Not well, I just liked really it when I was a kid. I honestly don't remember that much about Gem, except that she has like a magical makeup. And that she's truly, truly outrageous. She is truly, truly outrageous. I mean, I can't forget that. It's right in the lyrics of the song. And I was disappointed that the Jim movie had virtually nothing to do with the cartoon and was very boring. And continue. <laughs> I don't have anything. I don't really have any other further thoughts on Jim. But it was the breakout hit of the Super Saturday. There were a couple other ones that didn't end up being anything. But Inhumanoids was the second one that they tried to branch out into its own story. So it actually took place over the course of like... Are you saying Inhumanoids or are you saying Humanoids? Inhumanoids. So okay. they're it, not Humanoids? They're... Yeah, that's my. They're, I'm confused. They're the opposite of humanoids. So they're not even. So they are not even human esque. So aliens. So just. I guess they're just aliens. I don't know what to expect from this show. It is supposedly very, very violent. Okay. And uh, it got pulled from the air. Not pulled from the air, but it, it got. It's, it wasn't renewed because it was. Parents were like, "You can't show this to kids. This is crazy," and so they didn't bring it back. So yeah, what would what would the name in humanoids? What do you think that would what are we looking at here? I'm going with sewer mutants. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, that just sounds like Toxic Crusaders. Well, it's a lot before, I mean, it's before the t- the TV show, the movie had probably come out in 86. Right. It was, what was, like, the mid-80s, why were we obsessed with, like, disgusting things? Well, I think because that was, like, the, the toxic waste boom, right? Or, like, nuclear energy. Oh, you're right. And people were afraid of, like, that's not a funny answer, but. No, no, I mean, people, no, I wasn't necessarily were afraid of, a of that, answer. meaning that they were going to be, like, mutated and deformed and stuff. And then they turned it into children's programming. But, so I don't know if that's what this is, but that is certainly a lot of, like, Toxic Crusader and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But that does seem like that could be what this might be. I'm betting on aliens, though. I, th- I think I think they're going to be from another planet coming maybe to Earth. Or maybe it's like Masters of the Universe where it's just like a totally different uh, world. Or it's a cartoon companion piece to one of my favorite programs as a child, Alien Nation. Guys, let's get into <laughs> it. I've never seen Alien Nation. Oh, it's so good. I loved Alien Nation. Didn't realize it was a movie until after the show was already over. Yeah, I didn't know it was a movie either. Until very recently, but I also have never seen that. So I said aliens. I say I say sewer, sewer monsters. Dwellers. No, dwellers. Jesus Christ. Why I'm, are you making them out to be I something negative? I am 100% positive <laughs> they are monsters. <laughs> they are going to be they're going to be gross giant scary monsters. That much I'm pretty I'm pretty much sold on. I feel like I think, they're just going to have superpowers. Just like regular people. It's just going to be X-Men, but they're like you can't call them oh, X-Men. Or the like Fantastic 4. There's going to be a stretchy dude. <laughs> it's, oh, it's going to be the Fantastic yeah. Four. It's going to be a stretchy gonna be dude. Invisible girl. TM. There's going to be a flame person. Yeah, flame person. Clear lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clear. Hot guy. <laughs> and uh, sedimentary boy. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> that's the thing. He couldn't just be the rock. <laughs> no. So that's, that, that, that is the first on our bill. And then we have Garbage Pail Kids, which we should all be like at least a little familiar with uh, the yeah. Garbage Pail Kids I cards think- and... Uh, the movie, the feature sure. film, um, but I've never seen the TV show, and I don't think I don't think any of us have seen it because it didn't ever air on TV at, at the time. Didn't Not, never air. It didn't never air. Uh, I'm hopeful for one of my favorite characters from the feature film, which is the Alligator Boy. <laughs> and if he's not in this episode, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Okay. So we're looking forward to Alligator Boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that, I don't, can't recall if that's his actual name. I don't, yeah. It Those alligator heads listening right now are going to be real upset oh, with me man. for fucking that Gator up. Gator Nation is upset. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, 
Chomp, I mean, chomp. I, I remember the cards when I was a kid. I remember they're super gross. And the movie is like terrifyingly awful. So, and it has music, a musical number in it. So we could be looking at uh, some musical. Is it? I think maybe it'll just be like Muppet Babies, but only with with garbage pail kids. Just with like children vomiting on each other, though. Yeah. Well, at least one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. The other one would be sneezing. Yeah, there's lots of bodily fluids that they could be using. Pimple pus. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be very mild, though. They're going to call them by those names and be like. You always do this thing, but we're never going to see it mm-hmm. on the actual show because it'd be too gross. Accomplishing, like, like what what would, do they have objectives that they have? Like, do you think there's, like, a, a journey a week? Oh, oh, like a story? Yeah, like a contained. Do something? I don't know. Story. There's so many. There's so many Garbage Pail Kids from the cards. Obviously, like, each card is an individual character that are basically just puns. So I'm not sure that they could build a whole character on that. But, yeah, I don't know if they'll all come together to, to try to do one thing or if it's going to be... Just like individual stories, like little vignettes of each of the Garbage Pail Kids. I really, I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it's going to be really gross, though. I think the opposite of what Josh said. I think they're going to show everything. Because, like, I I was starting to say, this never aired because they did a huge promotion for it. Like, they were like, Garbage Pail Kids, coming to CBS. And they were really excited about it. And then, like, they put out the, um, like, the sample to the, the advertisers and the... I guess whoever whoever watches TV shows before they come out, and all of them were like, this is so inappropriate. You cannot show this on television. But they had already made 13 episodes of it. Um, so at least in America, they were never broadcast. They pulled it and just aired something else instead. Was this before the movie or after? It's 87, 1987. Mm. Uh, I think it's before the movie. We're but coming at the end of our Reagan years. People are feeling real protective of our children Mm -hmm. so there is a chance my favorite character boner bobby is going to make an appearance (laughs) we can only hope uh i think that'll do it we're gonna go watch those shows uh maybe have a bowl of cereal and uh (laughs) watch saturday morning cartoons like we did when we were kids hopefully not get too traumatized stop doing other people's bits Oh, I wasn't doing... I don't know whose bit that was. Uh, Anyway, if you're listening to our podcast, (laughs) we'll be right back. From the depths of Earth comes the barbaric and humanoid tendril, devastating everything in his path. After that overgrown octopus! Inhumanoids! Inhumanoids! The evil that lies within! Help me, Earth! Grab my line! Where's Grenox? There he is! Nasty, nasty creatures, tendril! Tendril and other figures sold separately from Hasbro. We are back. We just watched two 20-minute programs, and I cannot believe that's all it was. Because that was a, oh a barrage. God. Like, for real, I'm, I'm exhausted. I it was an assault sort of, on our senses. It really was. I think that's the best way to... I. I Continue. Okay, so let's <laughs> we'll we'll split it into two. I I foolishly assumed that since we were doing shorter episodes, <laughs> that we would that we would need to do two two episodes to fill our time. However, either one of these shows is for sure enough for its own episode. But since we chose to do it, we're going to combine them. Uh, so we're going to start off talking about the Inhumanoids. Morgan, what are your initial thoughts on this children's program? I. And maybe because it was the the pilot and they just had to shove maybe, I don't know, three years of exposition into 24 minutes. But I, I it was a full-on assault. 
Well, it's it's part one of five for that for, <laughs> for that. the opening. Yeah. So there are five episodes to to the first story. Why arc. did they do that to children? Well, because it, it's serialized. It's like like X Men did that too. They they had a um, ongoing storylines. This is an X Men. <laughs> well, that's why they have a lot of explaining to do right up top. Also, okay, oh, are we going to get through the? Do we want to do the premise of this? We will. How let's. We... I want. I want to hear Josh's initial reaction. Do we know the premise of this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they really don't build up a backstory. They just are. They just go. So, to be honest, I would have watched the shit out of this when I was a kid. The animation was great. Everything else was terrible. Um, And there was a lot of information to take in. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I can even, like, retain any of what they told me. (laughs) Well, I had to write it down. Because there was too much. It was so much. I have almost two and a half pages of notes just on in humanoids. I could not write things down fast enough. And everything either has an exclamation mark or two question marks because everything is either extreme or completely uh, absurd. I don't, I can't even, I don't even know what's happening. Um, it's hard to, it's hard for me to tell, like, cause I haven't watched a lot of eighties cartoons as an adult. If this is crazier than other 80s shows like i don't know if like the pilot to he-man is like this or if like uh the pilot for teenage mutant ninja turtles is like that but uh yeah this this is non-stop action it does not let up ever it's relentless for sure there's there's i think like maybe two seconds where they're sitting at a table and they're like hey so that was a that was a crazy <laughs> something that happened today and then there and then more crazy stuff happens um it's an onslaught of exposition even when it, that there was like a quiet moment the radio but, was going giving us information right. and the exposition is action like they're not talking i mean they're talking about stuff but stuff is happening concurrently there's never a moment where something isn't exploding somebody's not shooting something something's not flying out of somewhere something's not being destroyed it's it's absolutely nonstop. but yeah let's let's actually let's go through a little bit of the plot uh let's start with the title sequence comes up right up front for the inhumanoids and it is in my opinion super awesome (laughs) i mean you there is nothing like the golden age of 80s opening theme songs for cartoons people gave a shit yeah and the the musicianship is just fantastic and music all throughout it is amazing do i can't oh it's because are they doing like inhuman noise i can't remember exactly but they are but it also sounds like they were like, let's get one of the hu- Inhumanoids oh, yeah. on the track. Just have them yeah. say exactly what the singer's saying, but over the singer. Yeah, and it's like kind of a scary voice. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Inhumanoids. <laughs> but singing with the rest, right. with the regular singing, it's definitely jarring. <laughs> but it does it does kind of set you up for, for this show, which is that it's kind of a popcorn fun show, but also has some pretty freaky, scary stuff in it. Um, yeah, one of them is Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. Um, so yeah, we open up on the forest, and we have a reporter. Reporters are going to be a, a recurring theme. This is the only place that women are allowed to be. <laughs> <laughs> it does does come up that there are always women. It does seem to be most of them are reporters. So we're yeah, we open up on a reporter, and she's interviewing one of our our heroes. I don't know what they are. I just wrote down robot man. They look like they're, they have like a, what, what is that called? Like a robot suit? 
Yeah, they have like mech suits. Yeah, yeah like mech suits. Yeah, and everybody knows that. Yeah, they, they just wear them all the time, well, and ev- no one's confused when they see them. Because it's Earthcore. Is that what they're a part of? That yeah, that's the name of their it company. It seems to be that they're like a well-known. They are, but also at the very beginning, the reporter has to explain what the Earthcore is. I know it's for the audience, but uh-huh. she's doing it on air to <laughs> the people of that Earth, right? As if they don't know what it is. You're talking about the very beginning when the she's very beginning them? when yeah. a tree oh, yeah, yeah. falls on them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're having a normal uh, interview, and then a tr- and then a tree comes to life. Well, she's talking about the trees talking. She's like, right. "Wasn't it weird that this tree started talking today?" And then they and then one of the trees attacks both of them. Uh-huh. And then she gets up and like a real pro, she's a consummate professional. <laughs> she signs she off, does not miss a beat. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear: those trees are not the inhumanoids. No. No. They'll, they'll come back get, into play. We're going to come back to them. <laughs> they're, also they're, not, not they're not really the bad guys, but they are scary as fuck. They're the coolest part of the show yeah. for me. They come to life and have eyes and their their tree hands well, are all... Well, let's get to it. <laughs> all scary. Let's get to what? We're, hit, we're to in it. it. Well, no, that, but we're not... We're not real. Oh, yeah, I guess they kind of do it then. Well, there's a there's a tease at the beginning for the trees, and then we, we go to the main plot, but they'll come back. So then we, oh, they discovered this giant monolith in the ground that's like a big amber sphere, I guess, that I guess has something inside of it. I did not know, I did not know that at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Well, she said it's the skeleton of a, some sort of dinosaur. Okay. And they take it to a big event where they're like, congratulations to our four hero robot guys for finding this. <laughs> uh, and while they're doing that, the dinosaur inside the amber comes alive. Well, no, 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 no. Not right off the bat. Don't we hear the call of Cthulhu? Oh, we, oh, I skipped that whole part. Okay, so before we get to there, they're drilling. Because every good children's show needs uh, a scene of somebody drilling. Yeah, I mean, in both programs that we're talking about today, the the environmental concern that all, all of a sudden, I guess, cropped up in the mid-80s is very apparent. Yeah. And a lot of heavy, heavy material for children to be digesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's okay, but it, it did seem a little bit weird. So, yeah, they're drilling. This is one of, I don't is this one of the bad guys? I don't even know. Robert There's, Wagner? Yeah, Robert <laughs> Wagner, uh, Mr. Eyepatch. Oh, yeah, he did just look like Nick Fury. Not Samuel L. Jackson, Nick right. Fury, but the... Or just like Robert Wagner in... In, in Austin Powers. Austin Powers, <laughs> Powers yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, then we have some explosions, which there will be lots of. And then uh, he unsurprisingly sees a monster come out of uh, out of the drilling hole. And he's like, so the ancient documents were bright. <laughs> Nobody's phased and by anything in this we're show. We're moving so fast. Everything Lightning is fast. quick. This is like 30 seconds of the yeah. show. Um, so then the monster comes out, Tendril. Who, like Morgan said, is basically like a Cthulhu monster. Only he looks like Yosemite Sam because he has, <laughs> he a, does have he has like a, a big, big mustache. mustache. <laughs> um, okay, and then we cut to now we cut to the uh, the award ceremony with a nice little saxophone lead in. The real, music is stellar. A real smooth jazz with uh, with an announcer that comes on that sounds just like Barry White. <laughs> and then we cut to a bald white guy, <laughs> and I was like, that is not what I was expecting from that yeah, voice. It did not look like that. What his voice belonged to. Then we have our ceremony for our heroes, and the dinosaur comes alive. Am I right? Yes. And yeah, yeah. It, it gives them the opportunity to introduce each of the white, middle-aged men <laughs> who? who are the Earth Corps, who all look the same, exactly. just with different hairstyles. Yeah, I could. The heroes 
indistinguishable, uninteresting, n- nothing. I Except don't care for the about one them. who I would kept thinking was going to turn out to be a bad guy. The guy yeah, because it looks like Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. Lex Luthor guy. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. the guy with the beard. Not the guy with the beard. The bald guy. The bald guy. I think he's the if one If you that are says, bald, hey, it, listeners, if you are bald and you got big, bushy-ass eyebrows. That's yeah, not looking good. You're bad news, hombre. Well, I mean, unless you're Professor X. Yeah. You have to be paralyzed, though. It okay. offsets the, uh, <laughs> gotcha. the gotcha. evil look. Um, and then one of them leans the other and says, what do you think she's doing after the party? <laughs> you Which know, I'm sure is not necessarily... children here. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily meant to be sexual, but it certainly comes <laughs> off that way. Then uh, they unveil the most significant archaeological discovery of the century. Um, and the dinosaur breaks out and comes to life with laser eyes. Um, and, but he sounds like Skeletor and looks kind of like Skeletor. <laughs> he does. Oh, yeah. The dinosaur talks and it, it speaks English, <laughs> which I did not expect. Yes, it was a little bizarre. <laughs> also, his name is the Decomposer, which is <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was a cool name. And he looks like a dinosaur, except he has like an exposed rib cage. Uh, I'm pretty sure I had this action figure and oh, really? didn't know what didn't it, know it was. from. Uh, well, it looked very recognizable. But he did also just look like Reptar from Rugrats. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, then uh, Tendril comes out and starts smashing up the Golden Gate Bridge. And as they mention, he doesn't even pay the toll. <laughs> oh, yeah. This show Which takes was... place in San Francisco. It does. And in the beginning, so in our opening theme song, we have that really, like, deep, scary-sounding voice that we assume would be our titular in, in humanoids. Uh-huh. But these guys don't sound scary at all. Well, they, they look scary. They look scary, but we're getting a lot of, like, <laughs> like... <laughs> Really comical. I think that's the balance that they have to strike in this. It's like Skeletor, too. Like, where it's like, if Skeletor had a scary voice, he would be way too scary. (laughs) Also, if he wasn't purple, like, I mean, like, there are things that, like, that that balance it out so that kids aren't, like, terrified, I think. I think they have to do that. There's also a third inhumanoid that does not appear in this episode because he's the leader. Well, he appears in the flashback. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, but. you don't hear him speak, so that could yeah, be maybe his he's a really could scary be, one. Yeah, uh, his one. name is something about metal. Uh, we'll we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're only a third of the way through the notes. Um, dinosaurs, more explosions. At this point, I'm just writing down things as fast as I possibly can. <laughs> explosions are happening nonstop. Yeah. Everything explodes. There was a real quick response in the city of San Francisco yeah, to the this. The police are sending m- so many helicopters out. And the helicopters have missiles. Everybody has laser guns. <laughs> yeah, all the cops have laser pistols. So they split up, right? The our What are they? The core Earth fighters? Core, right? Yeah, they're the Earth Core. Yeah, they're the Earth Core. They, or they work for Earth Core. Again, the most the, the most important part, like our heroes, is seems to be not like it seems like they they think we're they're already established, which I guess they are because they're toys, right? So you're supposed to know the backstory from the back of the toy box. I'm not sure, but maybe that's it, or maybe they know that kids don't give a shit about <laughs> yeah, yeah. who these people are as long as they look cool and kill stuff. Do we think this is a case where it, this cartoon, uh, obviously it's Japanese animation, but do we think it the storyline itself, like there was a cartoon in Japan beforehand, and then they no, translate it oh no. you think that they made it for japan no i don't yeah. think so i it, it okay. could be but it, it didn't come across that way to me mm. it felt it felt like transformers or or masters yeah of the it looked like gi joe yeah. or or yeah. almost like x-men at points it did look a, a little like x-men but i think gi joe is like pretty mm-hmm. much because it's a little before this is 86 the animation actually looks pretty good for 86 it's not it's not that cheap looking um 
Oh, and then they're trying to then they after after this whole ordeal, they're trying to explain what went on, and they give them a couple possibilities. They're like, well, either they're aliens or they're mutants. Or maybe it was just a mass illusion. <laughs> yeah. He theorizes that everyone went crazy at the same time and none of this actually happened. Which both is a ridiculous idea and a little too complicated for a children's <laughs> yeah. show. I'm not sure how much they're understanding that. Let me Google mass hysteria real quick. <laughs> it's 1986, so I will boot up my Commodore 64. <laughs> Might take a while. Um, and then I said they don't seem to like each other much. Pretty much these guys just go around like taking shots at each other and not, it didn't seem like in a fun way to me. It seemed like they genuinely like disliked the Uh, company. If they had explained that they were all brothers, I would have bought that Uh because that's kind of how they act. Uh, like they don't like each other, but they have to because they're related. Right. And none of them really have distinct personalities either, except for the bald guy who's a real creep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, I really could not tell you other than, other than their physical appearance, which even that. The bald guy, the bearded guy, and the two other ones. <laughs> yeah. Two clean-shaven white men. Um, I couldn't tell you very much about them at all. I didn't even write anything down about them because you know what? They're not interesting. <laughs> Who cares about them? But they are not the Inhumanoids. The, the Inhumanoids are the monsters. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. I mean, it's not weird because that's what it sounds like, but it's weird that the monsters would be the name of the show. Well, yeah. they're, they're like, the constant that's what they're going to always be. They're always going to be fighting, but yeah. it's not like Skeletor, the show, or or like uh, yeah, they could have called it like Earthcore or something. Well, they yeah. don't have the quads that He Man has. <laughs> but it's just weird to call something after the bad guy. I can't think of that many things that that many shows that name themselves after the antagonist. Which is, I mean, I, hey, that's cool. But they are also the coolest part of the show. So those maybe those toys sold better than the regular action hero guys. Oh, and then I put nobody believes them. Like, they're having to explain this. He's calling somebody on the phone and is like, what's that? You don't believe us. And again, this is like real quick cut, like courtroom drama, basically, is I feel like the pacing of this show. There's never a dull moment. Like, it it, it is cut so fast. It's cut like as if this was an hour and a half long episode and they cut it down to be... (laughs) It just feels like a trailer. The whole episode feels like a trailer. Mm -hmm. Or like a recap. Yeah, exactly. It feels like the recap at the beginning of something. That's how fast-paced it is. Um, and then so they go to prove this. They get to my favorite part, right? We have to go into the shaft. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> they, they definitely they, have to they, check they, out the they, shaft. They split we got to get in the shaft. And he says, check out the shaft, which is pretty, pretty amusing because it sounds like he's talking about a penis. <laughs> and it's not just us being immature. The way it's delivered, it seems like it, okay, if they're it, winking at us. If it had just been once. If it it was just, so many It was like shafts. four times. At least every character says it at least one time. They each get their moment to say the, the shaft. shaft. <laughs> I'm going down the shaft. This shaft sure is long. Ooh, this, yeah, the shaft is deep. <laughs> Yeah. I'm getting Ooh. deeper into the shaft, so, he and, says at yeah. one point. And then he's like making like it's because he's, he's like he's repelling down into the shaft. Right. But it it is he is like, I'm going deeper. And then he's like, uh, uh. <laughs> there's a moment too where the bad guy has like random lackeys who he makes drop a giant ball that's a bomb into the uh-huh. shaft, and they're going, uh, all the way rolling it into the shaft. Like, that's so unnecessary. Well, to be fair, this was pulled from from the air, so and maybe some people had these concerns at the at the time of airing. Um, and then one of the other guys, um, he's, he goes back to the forest because for some reason he needs to go uh, there. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because that, cause they, that's where they got the, the big dinosaur guy. Oh, that, they have oh, to yeah, go to all. The, that's where they took the amber. They're going back to all the places where the where the monsters yeah. came from to 
prove that the monsters are real. Yeah, but again, one of them destroyed the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Why do they have to prove anything beyond well, that? Josh, this was before cell phones, <laughs> so nobody took video of it. The and reporter out, caught it on outside camera. Of, outside of San Francisco, nobody's buying it. <laughs> nobody's buying it. Um, so yeah, they go they go to the uh, the different places where the monsters emerged. Each each one, well, th- three of the four, and then I guess the other guy's just like the nerd that hangs out at the building at the headquarters. Yeah, I lost track of him because two of them are in the submarine. Oh, two are in the submarine. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so there's four. Okay, so there's four. There's four cool dudes and one nerd that <laughs> right. just that just hangs out at the at the base at the base. Uh, so the guy that goes to the to the forest to go where the dinosaur guy came from, where what do you call him? That's decomposer, where decomposer came from, uh, is like just hanging out in the forest, and then these tree stumps come to life. Yeah, that was my favorite part of the episode. It's they're, so awesome. They're like and terrifying <laughs> tree stumps that grow into giant tree monsters. Yeah, well, because and it and it's there. It's the redwoods. So. I don't know. That's that's kind of cool imagery. Yeah, and these redwoods are not fucking around. Yeah, they say, they <laughs> because say like they're because again, here's our heavy environmental message. He's basically this. The head redwood was like uh, not saying this, but like you've been raping our environment. I mean, he basically it comes pretty close. Yeah, the, the wording the is intent. Is the wording there. is is pretty intense. He's like, do not, do not, and he's got this really, really deep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Really deep, uh, scary voice. And it's it's it is definitely the coolest part of the episode. <laughs> yeah. They are pretty scary. But again, they are not the Inhumanoids. They're good guys. <laughs> oh yeah, well they had a name. They're the Redwood. Uh, no, uh, there was like a general term for the the elements, not the elements. Whatever. Oh yeah, there's when we get to the when we get back to the history portion of this show, there are three different segments that are from. Yeah, that but are like what the is their guys. general? term i know i don't that's what i'm saying i don't know what it is god damn it weren't you taking notes i was but so much stuff happened that i couldn't keep <laughs> hey up guys, there was it's a me I, I got down the first go. one which is the red the the trees are called uh the mighty redwood and then one of the other one of the other cores are called the magna core magna core was like their leader or yeah, their god no. that stopped the third right he's humanoid. like he's like the electricity part or whatever yeah but he can like split himself into two they yeah, didn't really explain polar. that he's yeah, like yeah. yeah well because one are the trees one are rocks and they're like and those are like the friendly rock people oh i totally they're missed limestone that whole limestone they're yeah, like yeah. The laid i saw limestones. them but i didn't well, connect that it was they definitely were different only things and yeah. they're and then they but they were all responsible for putting away the three yeah so they all knows. we're i mean we're now we've just told the entire yeah. story, but um yeah <laughs> let's yeah they the trees recap what happened which is that a long time ago they had this fight between the three monsters and the three elemental people or whatever you want to call them and the elemental people trapped all the monsters in different places each one took a different monster and trapped him in different places. And the only one that hasn't come out is the bad guy Metlar. And that's the guy that Magnacore trapped with lightning or electricity or something. So this is obviously going to be like a big part of the story is Magnacore coming to life. Wait, what was his, his deal? What does he look like? I can't I remember. I don't remember. Hmm. There's so many visuals. Yeah. yeah. I can't I'm, even keep anything. He straight. was the least interesting looking one, though, mm-hmm. for being the leader. So we get this exposition uh, dump. Right. Oh, we Redwoods. miss the, the submarine guys. They go into the water. with Which has my favorite moment in the entire show. does have a great show. moment, yeah. Our uh, bald, big bushy-eyed guy. Uh, they're like down in the water and they're trying to find our two missing monsters. And he goes, ah! 
And then we look over or out the window and it's just tuna <laughs> passing by. And the other oatmeal faced guy was just like, what does he say? He's, he's, like, he's like, it's just tuna. Just tuna fish, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's a real great delivery, too. It's yeah. like that where it's just like, what, what the fuck are you it's tuna, about? bro. Tuna. <laughs> Chill out. Hey, we got monsters to deal with, bud. Um, they say they're going down a doorway to the center of the earth. Oh, yeah. Sorry uh, about the page And then noise. Cthulhu captures them. Yeah, and then and they get into epic, an epic fight where shit gets crazy. It's both Tendril and... Oh, uh, Skeletor. Yeah, what's his name? It's, it's an awesome name, and De- I keep forgetting. Decomposer. Decomposer. And Decomposer get into it, get get into it with them, and they're going at it crazy, and people are shooting out. They have like they shoot a whole bunch of grenades at him or something, or is that later? I'm overloaded. Um, yeah. I'm- oh yeah, it's it's then, and he says, "Oh, that guy, I get that ought to give him a headache." Like good good one liner there. <laughs> there oh, yeah, there's they, a lot of one liners in this, but they're not they're not that bad. I think they're pretty funny. Yeah. So, and Tendril is crushing the submarine it's right before the commercial break and one of the characters says he's crushing us like a tin can it comes back from commercial break and the other character says he's crushing us like a tin can he's agreeing (laughs) you know what you missed this part he also said you know what you're right and then it cut back and he's like they are crushing us like a tin can oh yeah because it was during the break um but yeah he's put he puts him in a pretty intense chokehold uh, it gets nuts. Um, and then they escape or they blow them off gr- grenades and we, they escape to the beach and they get up on the beach and they're like, oh, thank God. The, the <laughs> yeah. safety of the beach. Yeah, so you think you're going to get, get like a moment of rest. Get, we get like a millisecond of, of no action and then, and then Decomposer explodes from the sea, <laughs> raining his wrath upon them immediately after they thought they were safe. It's pretty great. Um, oh, now, we go, now we're going back to the the shaft and always going back to the shaft and the bad guy robert wagner is cutting the rope uh, oh and he's cutting this rope hold on (laughs) he does it for half the episode (laughs) he starts cutting up the rope like 10 minutes beforehand and then we return to the storyline yeah that's the the best part of it that rope i mean to be fair it's probably a pretty thick (laughs) rope and he's just doing it with a regular well you know like a pretty big but not like a saw or anything but a knife um but he finally gets through it. The guy starts falling again pretty intensely, like, oh, God! And we're like, I don't even, how does that even resolve itself? Is he just because he has a mech suit, he doesn't get hurt? Don't remember. No, because he has the scoopy hands. He's oh, that's right. He's got scoopy hands, he's got and then hands. He, he digs his People understand hands. what that means. <laughs> they can definitely like, see the gesture like, I'm doing like right from now a, where like I'm from a tractor. the wall. Like a, like a tractor scoop. They, my listeners get me. They know. They know it's, they're Listen, Not they're in the know scoop. on Scoopy hands. <laughs> it's all the rage. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did he get out of? I don't think he comes out of the shaft. He does. Like it shows him for after <laughs> Robert Wagner has like seventeen lackeys drop the bomb in, who are all just standing behind him waiting for him to cut this rope forever. And one of them uh, says, "Hey, yeah, let's make it poignant." Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was more British. It's he supposed does, to be New York. He does say poignant, so you know he's the henchman. John Fogarty is in this episode. Um, so <laughs> the bomb explodes. Like they have to run for their lives because they don't time it well. Yeah, well. The bomb explodes and they're all running away from it and it like caves in. But like right after they run away, Scoopy Hands digs himself out real quick and then it cuts to the next scene. But what's great is he tosses it and then immediately they start. Like, it, it doesn't really fully destruct before they're like, all right, we got to get to yeah. the... They throw the bomb in there, and it goes, it's like, 
explodes for like one second. Rubble is still coming up. Fire is still emerging from the hole. And he's like, well, our work is done here. And just yeah. walks away. <laughs> it's it's as they're running for their lives. They're like, our work is done here. <laughs> like, you can't wait Terrible five minutes timing. to make sure that this this worked. <laughs> okay, but. No, I'm positive. This is done. What is what is his goal? What is Robert Wagner up to? Well, they think show? he's on their team, right? He's supposed to be like their, oh, their Charlie, basically, from Charlie's Angels. Like, mm-hmm. he's the guy they talk to. Oh, I didn't get that part. Yeah. Welcome to. Oh, I didn't get that. Okay, and then he said something about going and getting the ancient blarb. What was that? <laughs> the ancient blog. I don't know. This is where I started getting. This is. There's not a whole lot of notes for the rest of the episode. I genuinely I, feel I like exhausted. I, I yeah. passed out. Yeah. Um, it was tiring. Oh, his. Oh, sorry. His plan is to acquire. Uh, is to acquire the plan for the Earth's core environmental suits. So he wants to build his own version of the mech suits, is what I gathered from that. They're not even that cool. I know. They don't do They didn't that do much. anything. <laughs> they didn't beat any of the monsters. Unless you need to scoop some stuff. Uh, I wrote, oh, then we must cut back to the trees, because I wrote, these tree guys are fucking ruthless. Um, this is where we have the backstory. Oh, and they call uh, the... Um, Seriously, I cannot remember the name of this guy. His name is the Decomposer. You can tell because he's mostly a dinosaur except for the parts that he's decomposing. And I love the name. It's so cool. But uh, why can I remember Tendril, a name that's not even that cool? I can can recall it immediately every time. But the Decomposer, I seriously had to think about it again. I almost (laughs) forgot. The Decomposer, he calls the Undead Horror. I was like, that's so cool. That is very cool. Uh, And these tree guys, they can, they tell the guy that they can see his aura and his thoughts. So I'm assuming when they're telling the backstory, they're projecting this into Mm, his brain. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially because when we come back to reality, they're not there talking to him. Oh, yeah. He looks around and... That's right. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) The The park ranger. The park ranger's like, who are you talking to there, buddy? (laughs) There's one born every minute. <laughs> Which doesn't, he's, that, that phrase means there's a sucker born every minute. Why is that guy a sucker? That's a, see, that's another reason where I think that this was like translated. Maybe from... the park ranger is one of the tree monsters and he's just disguising himself. <gasps> he's like, ha ha, tricked him. Or maybe he's bad expressions. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's just like saying random things he's heard. Um, then we cut back to the uh, the headquarters where they're at the conference table being like, boy, howdy, that was that was quite a day. And then... Oh, I, we got a resolve to this? Not really. No, because this is part one of five. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. It does say to be continued. But what is the... There's a there's a cliffhanger. Somebody, like, comes on the screen. No, they the one of the monsters rips off the roof. Oh, they're being attacked? Yeah. I don't even remember. Right? I don't remember I, either. I'm getting it You guys, up. 100%, <laughs> the monster attacks them at the end. Uh, I'm saying for sure. For real, I'm exhausted by this. <laughs> yeah. That's not hyperbole i this genuinely wore me out which makes me think that this was like some sort of psychiatrist was hired for this program because parents were looking for a reprieve so they wanted yeah. programming to i definitely knock feel like their children out both of these episodes were like we can out energy children yeah. and make them tired by <laughs> yes. the end of this 23 minutes <laughs> okay let's we'll wrap up this one that was a good rehab uh we talked about the credit song okay would you watch another episode morgan yeah, I, I mean, I probably would because I think it's inter- I think the concept is interesting mm-hmm. enough, and it looks really cool. Yeah, uh, I, I'm tired, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'd probably I'd check it out. All right, Josh, um, I legit want to know what happens, <laughs> <laughs> so I I might watch the second episode if it's as 
relentless as this one, I may not watch it beyond that, but I think I'll check out the second episode yeah. to see how it goes. Maybe they, they gave them some notes and were like, hey, tone it down a little bit, you guys. It's a little too much. Well, to be fair, these are the episodes that were uh, six minutes long as part of the original Saturday morning compilation. So they would only be showing this six minutes at a time. So that's actually probably four episodes right. that we watched concurrently. So in that capacity, maybe it wasn't as overloading because you had, you're only watching little pieces of it at yeah, a time yeah. as opposed to the whole. Uh, so that's probably why it's so overbearing, so gotcha. crazy. Yeah, they had to keep it constantly moving. Yeah. Um, I will say, personally, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch the next episode <laughs> of this. It was really cool. Um, it was it was probably too much. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could marathon it, and I don't know if I could keep up with it if it if it does stay that crazy for the entire show. But maybe I would skip to like one of the regular episodes. I think I think like episode six it starts being like regular single episode stories. But I wanted to watch the first episode because I wanted to see the origin stories. Right. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> didn't have much of the origin story in there, and it didn't matter though. It was still pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, all, all the bad guys were cool. Uh, the good guys were boring, but that's okay because, like the title suggests, it's all about the bad guys. It's all about the Inhumanoids. Yeah, I feel like they sold the Inhumanoid toys, and then they're like, well, there has to be human yeah, characters. We can't just, <laughs> we can't just uh, have bad guys running amok. Uh, and what were they? Did we decide? It, or is it still up in the air? Were they aliens? Were they... No, it seemed like... It, atomic it kinda, monsters? It, it kind of had the feeling of, like, the ancient ones. Like, because like, they, because it's, I think they were alluding to the fact that they emerged from the core of the Earth. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did, they did talk about that. I don't know if it was definitive, but they brought it up. Uh, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was really fun. That was, I think, the most fun episode of TV that we've watched for this podcast this far. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm also glad that we did it first, um, because I think I might have been in the wrong frame of mind for Garbage Pail Kids otherwise. <laughs> Garbage Pail Kids was a nice lull after the crate and saying that's being said garbage pail kids is fucking crazy <laughs> but it was a nice lull after that there's less action um could this be made into a, a new tv show now yeah i mean or like just a movie yeah i could see a, a live action movie uh -huh. almost yeah nowadays with the yeah. the cgi technology and For everything sure. you could do it what do you think josh um, Are so you gonna write this movie? The, well, I feel like Guillermo del Toro already did. I mean, yeah, oh, it's it, basically it Pacific kind of a... Rim, um, but also it has the story of the new Godzilla remake, where monsters appear it. and Godzilla is called to destroy the monsters when they appear. Oh, like that's so, his calling. So it's like if this show, instead of having three or four boring dudes, it was Godzilla right. If Godzilla showed up to fight yeah, them, that that's amazing. what the new Godzilla movie is. Oh man! So yeah, it's definitely been done. Uh, in but different is, capacities. Is there a... I can't fucking remember the name. <laughs> decomposer! <laughs> God. Is there a decomposer in there? Is there the Lord of the Undead? Or the Undead the undead Horror? Can that no. be the subtitle of whatever it is? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I think it, I think this definitely could be remade. Uh, for kids? I don't know. This is pretty This is pretty intense for yeah, kids. Yeah, it's would very say, intense for kids. I don't know that I would say... I, I would go so far as to say it was inappropriate, but it certainly rides the line. If you were, like, talking about, like, 10-year-olds, this is probably okay, but if younger kids were watching it, I might be like, mm, probably don't watch that. Yeah, you would definitely have to explain, like, there are not ancient monsters <laughs> that come out of the earth. Don't worry. Yeah. 
But as far as like being canceled for being too crazy and too violent, I mean, crazy, yeah, but I, I don't know. It didn't seem. I don't mo- think it seems more violent than than yeah, GI Joe. Yeah, or, or definitely any of those. not more than GI Joe. Yeah, so I didn't think that it was exceptionally offensive or anything. I wasn't like too shocked, other than how scary the tree monsters were, and they were scary. But this was the eighties; like, lots of shit was yeah. scary. children i am here to tell you about the garbage pail kids show it is disgusting obnoxious and worst of all gross Um, okay let's move on to the garbage pail kids television program once again another stellar opening has a good opening what great song first it starts off with our television set being uh all staticky Oh no, what happened? And then we get a news reporter. Yeah, the 80s were big on news reports for children. Um, but yeah. Yeah, because we're entering into the 24 hour news cycle. Right. At this point. So this is kind of like a new thing where mm-hmm. like news is covering literally everything. Yeah. Um, but she's she comes up and she's talking about this show is so disgusting and depraved and awful and can't believe you would show this on television. Well, see you well, later. You didn't. Yeah, that's and that's when everybody turned it off. They were like, "Oh my god, they shouldn't." Oh, excuse me, they shouldn't show this on television. You getting into the spirit of the garbage pail yeah. kids? <laughs> I'm Burpy Bert. Gross. Um, yeah, and then we get to the opening credits. What Burp I, Reynolds, man. <laughs> well, they're not that clever. They don't. <laughs> Thank you, I don't Josh. think they do celebrity <laughs> Thank you, parodies. Josh. Yeah, so then we get to the opening credits. Morgan, continue. Uh, got a cool, cool song. Uh, the animation, I was trying to verify, but the animation, it looks like is the same people who, who would go on to do Animaniacs. Yeah, it did look like that. I would say it did look like Tiny Toons. Yeah. Or Tiny Toons, for sure. Um, what is the first segment? I can't remember. I, I can only well, remember I, the last segment. On, I wanted to talk about the theme song because the theme song has like no words. It just is like, nah, 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 nah. I don't even remember. Yeah, we're getting like. It's like a Ramones kind of like. Yeah, it's a pop punk kind of song. Yeah, but it's fun. I just thought it was funny that they are aggressively not saying lyrics. And But we're shown like different characters. Yeah, and they kind of set the tone for the show, which is sort of kind of like in Animaniacs, like where it is a lot of. It's meta. Meta, goofy. Yeah. Plays on stuff. Um, but yeah, then we get to the opening, which is they're at a movie theater. Well, we open on a yeah. movie theater. Well, we we open yeah outside of a, a movie theater. Which has um, like a pun title. I think it's uh, Citizen West, which I guess is like a, or Citizen Kid, no. something or or Wind Citizen, Citizen Wind. Wind. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then we it it's like we're looking at the exterior of the theater, the marquee, and then it pans down to a gross garbage, literal gar- garbage bale kid. A garbage monster. He's like all um, green. It and looks kind of like Oscar the Crouch. Really. And it sounds like one of the first of many uh, music cues where they're blatantly ripping, or not blatantly ripping off, but they're parodying. Parodying. Uh, it sounds like um, Twilight Zone. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. Yes, they, they have the Twilight sure. Zone. Oh, that might even be just like a straight. Well, because it's like, it's not lift. quite hitting it though. It's okay. like, da na na. It's not, I don't know. I uh-huh. feel like whoa, it's whoa, just, whoa. I know. Sorry. <laughs> we can't, we can't afford No, no, to Michael, 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 I got it. Fair use. Don't worry. Nobody See, listens no, to this. We got it covered. Um, yeah. And then he gets inspired and changes all the posters and all of the titles for movies to gross kid monster things. Except he changes the title of the movie to Aliens. aliens. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, are they going to be showing yeah, like, that James movie Cameron's was Alien? For sure, out already. It had just come out. This is 87, so well, I mean, it came out the year prior. So I don't know if that was like a nod to it for some reason. Yeah, it, It's not about, it was very it's not a parody of Aliens that they yeah. show. Um, but at this point, I wrote, everything is alive because the fire hydrant is alive. That was pretty funny, though. The dog goes towards the fire hydrant and the fire hydrant runs away. <laughs> <laughs> no, this not show this has time. good gags. Yeah, like for real, I, I legit laughed a few uh, times, several times yeah. throughout the the episode for a kids show. Like the the laughs are actually genuine. Like, yeah, they are pretty funny. And it, it like Animaniacs and Tiny Toons. They do clearly there there there's humor there for the the adults in the room. Yeah, or like I mean, kids pick up on that stuff too. They're they're just not dumb jokes. They're not yeah. like gross. Stu- I mean, ironically, it's not just a bunch of dumb fart jokes in this show. Like they are like actually like good decent yeah, jokes for sure. Um, so then we go into the movie theater and we are watching a movie, also like a cool way to start a show. Mm-hmm. And this is, I guess, it's not really though. It's, I was going to say it's kind of like the, the origin story, but not really. It just sort of is like a, no, I thought that's what it was going to be, but yeah, the, the show's pretty much split into two separate yeah. episodes and they each have their own storyline. It's really weird. But this one feels like it's telling us a story about how the garbage pail kids maybe came to be because it starts with aliens that are like, Oh, what does this play? The earth? It must be, uh, I heard this place is a real garbage dump, but they like that because it's the garbage right. trail kids. So they're like. And the earth is a shaped. Big, a big trash can. Garbage. <laughs> yeah. uh, Once again. And the moon's alive for some reason. Everything. There's, if there is, <laughs> everything if is there alive. Is, if there is a noun on screen, it is alive. So then, oh, then we go, the aliens, they're like ready to party. Yeah. The direction there was Janice from the Muppets. <laughs> Like totally, yeah, they're, they're just like, three teenage teenagers yeah. that are looking to hit the beach, and they do that on Earth. They do. They go to the beach. Oh, but before we go to the beach, we we get intercepted by the military, and there's the a gag with with the air farce, and everybody is babies. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're all all or the children. garbage pal kid characters are playing characters. Yeah. Oh, is that what in it each storyline? Yeah. But they're not playing the aliens, right? No. Aliens I are just don't aliens. think so. I assume the aliens were going to turn into the Garbage Pail yeah. Kids at some point, like, and they never they, do. <laughs> why would they start off the very first episode yeah. of Garbage Pail Kids sans Garbage Pail Kids? Um, so the Air Force goes to intercept the UFOs, or this UFO, um, and one of the, the airplanes goes to deploy a missile. And there's a fun gag there. Oh, my gosh. The missile, missile is definitely the best character is in the so show. so <laughs> good. The, like we said, everything comes alive. Mm-hmm. And they he launches the missile with a boot that comes out of the side of the airplane that kicks the missile. And this missile is not having it. He's <laughs> yeah. not going to detonate today. <laughs> Thank you very much. so sassy. <laughs> it's so funny. What is he? Is he doing a, a voice parody of something? It, it sounded like a familiar I, cadence, but I didn't pick up yeah, on there's, if it was. It did a, feel like a reference to something that I, I don't. Yeah, but he has, a, he has a goofy cadence that seems familiar at least maybe it's just like a normal cartoon voice that people do but it was it was really funny and very sassy and he's like i'm not i don't want to i don't want to explode i'm not gonna hit this thing uh and then i guess the window to the ufo is open and he just passes through and he's like don't look at me he says ignore me (laughs) yeah Yeah, ignore me the two lines that made me laugh is one they launch the missile the boot kicks it he goes you can't treat me like that i'm expensive (laughs) (laughs) And then he decides not to hit the UFO, and when he passes by, he goes, ignore me. <laughs> and it was so funny. It was the, yeah, the delivery of ignore me is so funny. But then they, they, they think he says, follow me. So right. they go. So they follow. Yeah, so he ends up crashing at the beach. And, and exploding. Then they to the beach. Like all cartoons in the 80s, there are lots of explosions in this. Mm-hmm. Um, in the... But he doesn't die. The missile is okay. He doesn't come back into the story, but he does. We do find out hey that guys, he's okay. It's, it's, 
just take a minute. The missile's okay. <laughs> and he's always right. concerned. He, he peeks out of the crater that he creates and says something goofy. Uh, Obviously wasn't as funny as ignore me because we no, didn't no, write no, that no. one down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then our, our aliens who are visiting hit the beach and they pull out a picnic and a boom box and they start blasting their music and, and then the military is hot on their tails. And they're huge. They're way bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Than they're ginormous. Uh, and then with their picnic, they accidentally bring army ants and then he made the, one of the lead army ants made a joke that i didn't get anybody else get it he says i think you mean arnold ants were arnie ants i don't know why they put that joke <laughs> in there it doesn't make any sense so they shoo the ants away and then these ginormous ants end up invading downtown looking for a treat uh, um, and but then, before that before that happens we get maybe the most lazily uh, the <laughs> disguised cover of michael jackson's eat it. beat it <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like it's like almost exactly beat it except with no lyrics but Mm -hmm. it was pretty funny um yeah then the military starts fighting with the ants right yeah they engage in war yeah they drop well they drop trash Trash. on the aliens that's what that's what their their military supplies are right right planes full of trash they just have actual dumpsters on the back of the planes i appreciate in lieu of yeah like actual violence and stuff like that also, just more reason why I thought they were going to turn into the Garbage Bell Kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I also did think that was going to mutate them into Garbage Bell Kids. And oh. then they pour slime. Yeah, they try yeah. to shoot the ants with slime. And which they learn that the ants will eat, and then the ants get bigger from slime. And they, uh, all, that, they do learn that. However, they do not and seem then they, to yeah, no. they do it again. care. <laughs> uh, but we do get one reference, uh, one joke in here that made me laugh oh, a little bit. Oh, this is good. Go are, you, are you sure it's the same one? I'm almost positive. Is it the name of yeah. the general? Oh, no. That is also good. I have that written down, too. But yeah. Go ahead. Uh, we get Pat Tun. General Pat, Pat Tun, Tun. Because he's, and he's fat. A, a big, fat dude. <laughs> I thought that was solid. That was solid. But that's not as good. And you reacted bigger to the other joke, which is all hands on deck. And then <laughs> oh, they were literally <laughs> hands. They were, made of, they were made of digits. And it was, it was pretty funny. It was pretty solid. Um, oh, they, so they start fighting with the aliens, but the aliens misinterpret it as they want to play. I guess because everybody's so tiny, they just assume that this is like uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a joke. So, so then they start engaging and the military starts fighting them harder. Uh, the, our, our party aliens on the beach hear over their radio that aliens have landed. Right. And the gag is they don't think that they're the aliens. They're so like, we got to get out of here before we see those aliens. Mm-hmm. Then they, oh, and then they cover the... Ants with slime again. Yeah. So much slime that it's to the tops of skyscrapers. But I guess they still consider it a win. Uh, yeah, but then we get our button, which is the ant has, or the ant is has, so big that he's as big as the entire earth. Yeah. He eats the top of the skyscraper. There's definitely people in there. <laughs> so much violence. Uh, so that's the end of the first segment. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a button after that as well. Oh, okay. Another spaceship flies by and goes, hey, that place is supposed to be pretty cool. And the other one goes, no, I've heard it's infested with ants. That's right. That's the end of the yeah. episode. <laughs> that was, that was huh, also No, everybody good. just stop. Okay, good. We <laughs> was that there. a hold for laughter? Yeah, that was holding for laughter. Okay. Well, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, like, raucous applause, too. <laughs> raucous or raucous? Is it raucous? Josh. I think it's raucous. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on the ruckus. Um, everybody, please write in to... <laughs> Next six, segment. Six, nine, what? nine. P.O. Box. <laughs> you can write into our actual email address, which is pod.badreception at gmail.com, because every other incantation of 
Incantation? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that first cartoon did something to our brains. I genuinely feel scrambled. Okay, cool. Second story. Uh, well, first we have a little vignette of our fake toy commercial. Oh, yeah, which I think is a nod to the movie. It is also another weird thing where it's like like making fun of commercialism. Which is to, funny because when I looked children. up on IMDb, that was like one of the things that they said. Not they didn't cite that the fact that it was gross is the reason why it got just pulled. Like blatant product blatant placement. commercialism, yeah. but it's it's a winky. It's not. It is. It does seem like a weird complaint. This show actually doesn't feel like it feels like there is a purpose for it. I don't feel like there's no substance to it. Like mm-hmm. I would see this working. I actually think it works better than the cards do. The cards are just disgusting. At least this has like a plot okay, and like well, some speak jokes. Speak for yourself. You know it. I am a card connoisseur. You're a big GPK. I'm a big pale head. head. Okay, so that we get the little toy commercial, which is, you know, it's whatever. It's like 10 seconds. No, it's like 30 seconds long. And then we get another weird second segment. <laughs> <laughs> Would we lie to you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Would we lie to you? Just a giant yes. And then- oh, that's the one gross out moment in the entire show. For this show being what it's supposed to, like the premise that it's built on, I didn't think was gross at all. They kept it, yeah, It was really tame. benign, except for this where they... The, the kid who doesn't brush her teeth. And we get a, a wide that gaping. That was gross. There's one thing that grosses me out in the second storyline. <laughs> right. we'll get to that. We actually get the garbage fail kids in the second part. But this, yeah, this little uh, segment has, the first thing is a baby with gross, rotten teeth. Yeah, about brushing your teeth. I didn't pick up on, like, what the name of the character was. It was probably something. Oh, yeah. Rot- rotten Robbie or something. And then the next one is Nat Nerd. Which yeah. I didn't really get what the... What the gag was it's just that he's a nerd and he's people a giant don't like nerd him and people i guess nerds were a problem in the 80s we had a, a, <laughs> we had a, a nerd epic we nerd. had to extinguish those nerds and extinguish? they show him with uh <laughs> yeah. i'm like really this is uh, they do show. Issues. I mean, he has like a ton of acne and yeah. stuff. So the card is obviously like really gross because he has a bunch of pimples. But like they just show him with like a crate of comic books next to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's his character. <laughs> I, I guess that's the closest we get to the card having really that much relationship to the cards is mm-hmm. the, the, that little segment. Then we finally get to the garbage pail kids, which again it's weird that they saved it this far into the episode. Right. It seemed and, like the second part of the episode was what the actual show is, but right. they still had that whole first segment. It might be like that, though. It might be like Animaniacs style, where it's like, sometimes it's the Animaniacs, but sometimes it's the other right. random ones. Um, oh, we open on Peter Pushpin, which is a porcupine toy mm-hmm. that's supposed to be, oh, like, yeah, Teddy supposed to be like Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. And they push it, and it's like, let me tell you a story. And then it goes berserk and starts shocking. No, it's not what it is. Sparking. It starts sparking, and uh, then, then we go outside, and... The kids are playing with a remote control car that has a razor or saw blade on top of it. And then <laughs> and it starts chomping teeth. going and chomping teeth. And it just goes out of control and starts chasing the cat and destroying the house. Yeah, I thought and it was going to be like a maximum overdrive that's what thing. I was but thinking. they immediately like cut from that to yeah, which the garbage may, Maybe across the rest of the world that is it's ma- <laughs> maximum overdrive. Yeah, but we have all to follow the, this storyline instead. All of the appliances are coming to life and killing people, which is... I did think that's where it was going to go, and I was excited, but it doesn't follow that. Uh, then we get Trash Tracy, who pops out of the trash can. Oh and, yeah, and she's tells, pretty gnarly looking. Yeah, she's pretty messed up. She looks kind. Of, I mean, she looks like a like a rag doll, right? Like a mm-hmm. like sewn together. Like yeah, kind of reminded me like doll. in Toy Story, that one like messed up toy, like the baby doll head on top of of like the spider legs. Yeah, the one of the Sid's creations. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it doesn't look like that. But no, but like just kind of that, be, like, part of that family, yeah. nerving quality to it. And I guess that's their 
liaison to the <laughs> yeah, trash headquarters because so. mm-hmm. they're just regular kids. Yeah, yeah. At this point, they all just look like normal kids. And then they go to the trap the, to the dump where trash can Ken. And I was like, trash can kid or Ken? But they say Ken several times. Yeah. So trash can Ken, who is there? I guess they're Charlie, right? He or there's Zordon. <laughs> or there's Zordon. Uh, I, oh, and then he turns them into the Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. Like, it's their superpowers. Right, and only, like, three of them can actually use their gross powers. The other ones just get caught because <laughs> yeah, they don't have powers. It doesn't help at all. Um, so I wrote down which what each of them are, um, or let's see, which ones do you do you remember all of them? I don't remember any of the character names at all. Not the names. I definitely don't know most of their names, but do you remember their attributes uh i know one girl my probably my favorite was one girl doesn't really have a power except for her her face leaves <laughs> her the front of her head uh-huh. and travels down to her hand so her hand she's got a hand face yeah her mouth like a little like like when you draw finger, yeah with your thumb. um we got one kid that can melt we got one girl that's basically made out of rubber which was kind of close to our initial yeah i was on. like wow there was a stretchy one <laughs> um, uh, one guy is completely rearranged and pieced back together wrong. Correct. And his head, he holds his head. He in holds his, hand, his hand, hand. Has a peg leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason. And it, it looks, the joint looks weird. It's not like it's sewn it's together. It's like a puzzle. Yeah, yeah it, looks it like does look like a puzzle piece. Um, and then, oh, there's like a half Frankenstein's monster, half regular kid. Is that well, he's what half he's half like punk and half regular is what <laughs> I got. <laughs> but right. he has like, he's got like. Yeah, like he had pink eye and a fang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like werewolf fur. Yeah, I'm curious to what the pun for that is. Like, yeah, I have no idea. I could, I, I, I didn't look, figure I it bet out. I could look it up. All right, you look it up. Um, I think we said all of them so except, the, for, except re- for except for the greatest one. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, the rearranged kid was my favorite. Like he had my favorite character attribute was mm-hmm. just that. Anytime he said a sentence or a remark, it was all rearranged because <laughs> his, <laughs> his body's in the wrong order, which doesn't make any sense. Nope. But at least it gave him some type of character that was entertaining. And I mean, all of their character designs are pretty good and not gross. Right. Uh, the Melty Kid, I guess, is the closest yeah, to Yeah, I was going to say the Melty Kid's the only one that would kind of be gross, but... It's not that gross. No. Um, but then we have my favorite character of the garbage fell kids which is hot doug oh my least favorite character he grossed me out so much and i don't know why he was disgusting it's so funny he's just a hot dog yeah what was what is because they were like saying he's like our leader in espionage he's their secret he's like their spy i don't know why because if you saw a hot dog rolling around the ground, you'd be like, that's normal. Anthropomorphic hot dog. But also, he's not shaped like a hot dog. He's a little person inside a hot dog bun. With mustard like, all over. slathered in mustard. It's so gross. It looked kind of like cheese to me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like it was mustard. Melted but cheese. It didn't gross me out. I thought it was awesome, and I loved hot dog. <laughs> and, they, and then they were like, why not Frank? And he's like... <laughs> Because my name's yeah. Doug. <laughs> yeah. He gets really funny. He's like, I'm Doug, <laughs> not Frank. Like, yeah, Frank would also work, but that's <laughs> not my name. Um, then they go to the toy store, and we have the creepy shopkeeper who they go. I didn't write down a lot of notes for this one, so we're going to have to kind of fly by the seat of our pants. I don't remember. They go to the shopkeeper. I remember him being kind of a creepy old dude. Yeah, and they... Uh... Made it a point, which I enjoyed later, is that his face was very pale white, but his hands weren't. Okay. And I thought that was a really weird design, but uh-huh. later you find out why uh-huh. his skin doesn't match. Ooh, tease for later. <laughs> Stay tuned. 
and then oh they're going there because the reason why the oh that's where they working, bought the battery that's yeah. where they all bought the batteries for the for toys, the toys that's, that weren't working but when they get there he's just like oh someone gave them to me for free yeah <laughs> but know. now that i think about it why did he tell them where to go spoilers <laughs> he's the bad guy he's wearing a mask he tells them where to stop himself, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, he Why was does like, he do that? He, he was caught off guard. them, right? He and doesn't want to trap them. He could have trapped them all right there. They didn't know it was. <laughs> so, and then this is also in the movie. When they go into that store, we pass by a normie who's mm-hmm. just so disgusted by the way they look. Which I I don't know what is what subtext were we trying to accomplish through these cards? Well, they say something about that later too. Like never trust an adult who's not disgusted. Yeah, by where I'm like garbage right. kids. <laughs> Which seemed like a lesson, but I wasn't, I was like, I guess. <laughs> and that's why they say they should have known he was the villain the whole time. Because he wasn't like, grossed, he wasn't out. grossed out when yeah. they showed up. Also kind of sad for them. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> everywhere you go, people are like, ugh. He's accepting of us. Don't trust him. <laughs> yeah, that, Jesus. That's pretty dark. <laughs> um, so then they go to the battery headquarters. And uh, it, there's another pretty good gag where it's just like they have like a board of different things that are not allowed oh, right. in the in the thing, which are normal things. Yeah, and it's like no them, spitting, no running. Right. And there's like a like a cop or a uh, not a cop, I guess, like a like security, security guard. guard there. And then he, it lights up one that says no punk kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was that was pretty good. Boy, yeah, the notes are getting pretty, pretty sparse at this point. Well, uh, they get to the factory and they go, hey. These batteries weren't made here. This is a mattress factory. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hey, this is Acme Mattress Company. We're not looking for those. Uh, and then the, and then we see the actual bad guys or like a group of bad guys. And one of them is the reporter from yeah. the beginning of the I don't know if she show. was supposed to be or no, that's she, just the same design they use. Or they're just yeah, like, I don't think this it is was the actress that be. plays both roles. Right. <laughs> Although she's designed exactly the same wearing the same clothes and everything. So I don't know. Yeah, they didn't, maybe they didn't want to pay for a new design. <laughs> but they're pr- pretty boring villains. Yeah, they don't yeah. do anything. One of them is kind of like a John Waters nasty pervert looking guy. <laughs> right. It's yeah. like hiding in a bush. Yeah, he's the one that was disguised, right? As the toy store Is that owner? the guy? I think so. Because okay. he like shows them the mask and that's when they're like, oh, we should have known. Okay. I didn't, I didn't remember. Uh, there had been so much crazy shit thrown at me yeah. at this point that I was starting to lose, lose track of things that were happening. Um, they get, oh, some of the kids get caught and put into a trash truck. Yeah, there's like a big truck or a tank or something that has hands mm-hmm. that's trying to grab them. But the three that have powers get away. Right. And then the two that just look weird and don't have powers get caught. Right, like they would. <laughs> I totally do not remember that at all. What? That's like the that's like the main thing that happens to them. They get, they get trapped and then they the get other captured guys have to and save then them. Hot Doug has to has to infiltrate. Oh, that's right. He has to go, and then we have that great moment where he's on his way back to let to headquarters to let them know that they're yeah in yeah trouble. he gets thrown out of the cell that they're trapped in and then onto a golf course mm-hmm. and, and falls into a oh. hole and then someone just takes him out and hits him hits like him with it's a golf ball. ball. Um, but you missed our introdu- reintroduction to Hot Doug, which is in the pants yeah, of the other the, kid. He's yeah. in the back pocket. Not even the back pocket. Like he's in just his in butt crack. Yeah. <laughs> and he just pulls him out. And I was like, that unfortunate <laughs> yeah. for Doug. That's where he had to be hidden? And did the other kid know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like Doug didn't tell him that's where he was going to hide. He's like, they I all seemed kind of surprised. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Hot Doug, he can help us out. Uh, then, yeah, Hot Doug makes it back to the headquarters. He tells them where they are, I guess. Didn't they already know where they were, though? Yeah, I don't remember how they 
get free. Listen, the plot of this isn't great. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like they were like, we got to wrap this up. Right. It's only half of the episode, so it's pretty crammed. I've got an update on that one kid. Okay. His name is the Split Kit. Split Kit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or he's also known in the GPK universe as Mixed Up Mitch. And basically, he's Two-Face. That's all his character. He's, he's like clean cut on one side, and then he's got a bad boy vibe on the, sec- gotcha. on the other side. Okay. And he carries a pistol, actually. On the Yikes. Side, which makes, wow. Which makes it a little... Uh, that's maybe not Problematic for uh, early morning programming. Well, they could have gotten out of that cell a lot easier. <laughs> so... The bad guys say that the reason why they're doing it is so that all the toys will come to a screeching halt if they use those batteries. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. It doesn't because all they the toys went like, crazy. they could just steal all the batteries. That would also make them stop working. <laughs> right. But that's not what happens. The toys go crazy. It should be like, well, that's what we meant to do. And then, holy yeah. shit, it was even better. It actually makes them go crazy. But that's their, that's their evil plan. And then he reveals himself in a Scooby-Doo ending. And... That's that's the end of the Garbage Fail Kids segment. And then we have one last thing that says Garbage Fail Award. There's the, oh, yeah, to the oh, yeah, bully. Yeah. To the biggest bully. And it's just him bullying a bunch of people in the, the, the audience who have not, been, in, <laughs> yeah. have not yeah. been featured in the show before. But the audience boos every time he does something like a bully. And then he, he runs out of things to bully, so he bullies himself, which is really, really dark. <laughs> but the audience <laughs> cheers. Yeah, the audience true. cheers because you know what? That bully is a piece of shit. Yeah. That's it. That's Garbage Trail oh, Kids. Oh, God. Uh, Morgan, would you watch another episode no, of the Garbage honestly, Trail Kids? No, <laughs> honestly, uh, because I, while I appreciate a lot of meta jokes and I, I enjoy it, even just the aesthetic of this program, mm-hmm. I'd rather just watch Animaniacs. Yeah. Josh? Josh. Uh, yeah, this made me feel the same way I feel when I have a nightmare, and I did not <laughs> like it at all. It was very unsettling. Uh, I like that missile guy. That was about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is definitely more like just straight up kids show. I think I would have liked it as a kid. Uh, it's it's obnoxious, but in like an entertaining, fun way. It's not nearly as clever as Animaniacs or Tiny Toons, but it's in the same vein. And this is a lot. This is well before that. You know, this is like, probably, I don't know when Tiny Toons started, probably in the early 90s. So mm-hmm. this is still like five years at least off from that. So I wouldn't, as an adult, sit down and watch any more episodes of this. But I thought it was pretty good. I, I think it's kind of kind of a messed up that it got canceled, that it never aired. Because I, I think it could have done well. Even if it didn't, I think it should have aired. Maybe it gets worse or grosser in later episodes. But in this episode, there was literally nothing that I thought was offensive. What about, did you think there was anything gross? No, I didn't think there was anything that, that pushed the that line. That would like pull it from yeah, the air. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. yeah, nothing worse than anything else. I was watching at that time. Yeah, De- yeah, definitely not. We I, we were all children who watched Rocco's Mod. Yeah, I guess we should so. say that we were all uh, roughly born in the early to mid late early to mid late early to mid late mid to late eighties. Uh, Josh and I both uh, mid eighties, and Morgan a little bit later. But um, you guys are old. <laughs> I mean, we're all above Listen, thirty. Listen, I'm hip. <laughs> I'm young. I'm fresh. I know what's up. What do we do next, Michael? So that's that's basically it. Uh, would there be potential for a reboot here? Me? I mean, honestly. Because I mean, the garbage field kids are back in a big way. Yeah, people well, are. I don't know if they're really back, but they are. I mean, no, the people are. The, the cards are. A huge <laughs> uh, yeah, I know the cards have come back. Are they popular? I didn't know. I yeah. just I had heard that they started doing them again. And we live in a. We've said this time and time again. World. We, 
in your material, girl. Uh, fair use. God damn it. You have to button it with fair use or they're going to come for us. Madonna. That's definitely not what Madonna was fair herself. about it. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, we live, our generation values nothing more than nostalgia. Our d- so, d- d- generation. <laughs> all right. Can we wrap this shit up? I'm going to punch everyone within 10 Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be, I don't think there's, there should be a potential for it, but I wouldn't be surprised if de- like in the next year or so. Do you think it would be more extreme if they did I would it hope now? so. If they, if they really went balls to the wall on well, it, I, I feel, would watch that I shit. feel like now it would just be catering to us. Like they would just make a show That's that was like. That's what I'm saying like, is it, it would, this would be created by people from our generation for people from right. our generation. What do you think, Josh? So I feel like they tried to do that when they brought Ren and Stimpy back and uh-huh. made it vulgar yeah. and nobody liked it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they would try to do that with Garbage Pail Kids as well. Because there's really nothing. I mean, there's no like story to sustain anything here. Yeah. I, I was never. I collected them because I liked looking at them for a split second. Mm-hmm. But th- beyond that, there was nothing. I didn't care about the Garbage Pail Kids yeah, at all. Like we said up top, it's pretty thin material to be working with for a, a show. Um, yeah, I don't know that I would even enjoy seeing any more of these characters. So, if, <laughs> right. it, unless they change up, I don't know. Maybe in the next episode they have totally different cast. But these characters, those specific ones, what that's, if they made that's just a hot dog series? Listen, don't to- don't toy with my emotions. <laughs> I would love a hot dog series. Let's be frank. Mm-hmm. What do we do next, Michael? Final thoughts and quick recommendations. So. Uh, you don't have to recommend a cartoon. You can recommend whatever you want. Um, am I? Oh, am oh, I yeah. first? <laughs> you're, you're up. <laughs> Who are you speaking to? Uh, we've just been going um, kind of in the same rotation. Unless Josh has something on the tip of his uh, Josh, do you have something on the tip of mine? <laughs> oh, okay. The tip <laughs> the, of your... On the tip of your... <laughs> I mean, watch Godzilla and X-Men instead of... <laughs> uh, I mean, check out, for sure, check out at least one episode uh-huh. of whatever that show is called. <laughs> Inhumanoids. The Inhumanoids. Uh, because it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could not be made today. It's insane. But it did give me a strong, like, G.I. Joe X-Men mm-hmm. vibe. So watch those shows instead. Not G.I. Joe. I always thought G.I. Joe was super boring. Uh, watch X-Men. If you need monsters, watch Pacific Rim or Godzilla. Um, I second definitely checking out uh, the Inhumanoids. Uh, if, you can, if you can handle the fast-paced nature. Um, I don't... I'm going to recommend music. Is that permitted? <laughs> Listen, anything goes. Sure. <laughs> the rules are my own. Uh, if you want to come down from being just assaulted by all your senses from early 80s programming, uh, First Aid Kit is one of my new favorite bands. Uh, it's a, sw- a Swedish uh, sister duo in the vein of like Simon and Garfunkel, they have a new album out this year called Ruins. And That's it reminds really you a lot good. of the opening credits. I just for want Inhumanoid. something <laughs> mellow right, right now. All I you can think about really is. I really feel overstimulated and I want something that's going to be like a warm blanket. Uh, so check out that album. Uh, one of the tracks on it called Fireworks has a really kick-ass music video and I highly recommend that as well. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Based on the, the content that we've been watching, I was trying to come up with something that would uh, that would fit into that same mold, but it's so crazy, and I, I don't have any 80s cartoon recommendations for you. But uh, we have just started uh, a program that is also super crazy. It's a modern show. Um, I know Josh isn't a fan, but uh, both me and Morgan have been super digging it. I don't know, maybe it gets worse, but we've been watching the Stars show American Gods, created by Brian Fuller. 
and uh, based on Neil Gaiman's novel. And I mean, I can't say too much about it, but it involves uh, a dude who has a lot of crazy stuff happen to him and then starts to be like kind of taken under the wing by a nefarious shady character. And we start to learn about people having powers and sort of weird uh, goings on. And it has a really cool atmosphere. And Ian McShane plays the kind of creepy dude that's tutoring our new our new uh, character, or the, the main plot guy. That's what we call it, right? The main plot mm-hmm. guy. The main plot guy. <laughs> anyway. MPG. Uh, Anyway, um, anyway, yeah. um, anyways, <laughs> we've been talking for a long time. Uh, this is the longest episode in the history of man. And well, I would also recommend that show, even though I don't like it very much. <laughs> yeah. I did watch the entire season. Okay. It looks awesome. Jillian Anderson's amazing in it. Yes. Um, and so is, I forget his name for some reason, the seven out Sprite guy. <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah, Orlando Bloom. Orlando, Orlando, no, no, Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Jones. Orlando Jones. <laughs> Orlando Jones is Orlando Bloom. super awesome in that show. Yeah, I've only we've only, only seen only him once, once, but, but that was the, it, the yeah. His, his introduction is really cool. And it then is. He shows up later. Insanely violent and insanely graphic sexually. So, like, if that's not your thing, yeah. if you can't hang with that, definitely don't watch it because it is as as mature audiences as you can possibly get. I also it's, don't know what the story is. I have no idea what's going on in that show. I just know it looks cool. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a very pretty, very cool looking show and super unique. Yeah, I was and to the the mature. <laughs> uh, there's one character that is super super awesome, but we just see her naked pretty much the entire time. And for me, it's really interesting because I just worked with this woman not that long ago. The actual actress. The actual the actress. But I say check it out. Yeah. It's, it's Not to give anything really away, unique. are you talking about the lady that consumes yes, people? Yes, correct. <laughs> so we'll leave, leave go and figure out what that means, guys. <laughs> if you're curious, they will definitely tell you in the first episode. <laughs> Why, uh, Josh, you italicize You will consumes. not miss it. There will be no question. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Uh, yeah, that, that's been Bad Reception. Uh, thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, please give us a review on iTunes. That helps us out so much. And share us with friends. If you have a show you'd like us to watch, you can email us at pod.badreception at gmail.com. Like I said, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Those are all at Bad Reception Pod. And uh, I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. I'm Josh. And yeah, and thanks so much, Josh, for being on the show. Once again, you've been our guest oh, yeah, and a guys, lot of times. You should listen out- to this podcast. It's great. Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, definitely go and check out Box Office Records. Uh, It's Josh and his his girlfriend, girlfriend, Tiff, Tiff. and their chemistry is amazing. And Tiff is a great personality that you want in your ear holes. And and yeah, it's it's definitely super fun and funny and worth worth checking out. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, Probably a bad time to tell you it's canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the three that are there. Definitely listen to it. Okay. I already said thank you. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. That's the end of the podcast. Goodbye. 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 Jesus, don't break my shit. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.